Every day, America Online is making it easier for people to live, work, and play. When we installed internet access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. Just what is this main artery of the information superhighway? You beautiful bastards! No matter how large, no matter how small, we'll be on the internet in the year 2000. It's the primary way that people will look at information. Hello and welcome to When We Were There, Biased Internet History. I'm Thomas. And I'm Josh. And this is a podcast all about internet history, the who's who's, the what's what's, the where's Waldo's. We're going to get into it all. Whether you like it or not, what the hell, man? I puffed it again. What's going on? <laughs> that was on? take I'm... two and you, and you barely <laughs> skirted past that. that was I'm going to do that one last time. No, <laughs> no, I'm sound, sorry. Sound That's, bit number that... three. Yeah, no, that's Aww. that's it, dude. You've lost your chance. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, and here, I'm Josh. Yeah, okay, go ahead, do it. And I'm Josh, and this is a podcast all about the history of internet content, the who's who's, the what's what's, the where's Waldo. We're going to get into it all. Yeah, okay. So, welcome, everyone. <laughs> Jeez, that was strong. I just want to say, that was a very strong take. Yeah, no, you had I, something I, to I, prove with that one. <laughs> I never mess that up. This yeah. is insane. It's not my day. You're I, so nervous. It was your sh- fucking shit. I was going to say, I beefed in the room with him, and so uh, he's just all flabbergasted, I guess. You're all flustered. And I'm flustered, but I'm also flustered by the fact that we have a goddamn OG on the pod today. Yeah. A man who, in his own right, in a way, kind of started what we know is not just like the internet YouTuber, but the YouTube celebrity. If it weren't for this production we're about to talk about right now, it might have been a lot longer before YouTube hit the mainstream. Today, we, we have, have min- the Numa Numa guy. No, no, <laughs> Thomas, enough. We have Yusuf Abu Taleb. How's it going, man? Hey man, how's it going? I'm uh super super. That's kind of really nice which, the way you brought me in. That makes me feel pretty special. I gotta say, so it's pretty. You are you're special. A, you're a special guest, a special guy. We, you know, you always look down at a list when you start a podcast of people you want to talk to, and you were on that list. We had a couple other people on that list that we haven't gotten. Some people that we have got. So we're pretty stoked to have you. Um, a lot of people will probably know you from Lonely Girl 15. But for any dumbass out there, any, any fools idiot, and philistines who don't know who you are, who are you? Um, I am the bartender at the corner. Of, I'm just kidding. I, I uh, okay. I'm. You forgot I'm a, where you uh, work. Yeah, I don't work there anymore. <laughs> COVID, it's done. There's, yeah, it, bars are no longer in in existence. Um, no, I. So yeah, I I was I played Daniel Beast on Lonely Girl 15 or Daniel. I would say Daniel Beast. Um, I was the most occurring character on that show. Um, although I'm not the lonely girl, um, that would be Jessica Rose. And then, uh, I went on from there to do Lionsgate and, uh, Fearnet's first web series called Bite Me, um, which you can't find online anymore, which is a a tragedy because it was hilarious. Mm. And I am the self, uh, proclaimed washed up youtube star so the first washed up youtube the star. eponymous first one. yeah 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 it's it's kind of a crazy thing when you you look back at it and i think so many people now zoomers if you will who are on youtube like <laughs> anyone who wants to make a career on the internet if if you persist enough you can do something you know people are making money off of tiktok twitch youtube so uh, many fine for a while it's, there's so yeah. many things you can do but when Freaking daily booth when you guys started this first of all it, monetization on youtube wasn't even a thing the no i mean there was no only fans so i missed out yeah. on that whole thing it's yeah just, yeah <laughs> but you, you guys first of all you were the first youtube show that really got any press about it in traditional media because mm-hmm. at the time when lonely girl started the whole idea of making a career off a web series of an internet off the internet was ridiculous. Yeah, actually, that's what drew me to the whole project in the first place. Though, um, we had so I, I did this audition with Jess. Well, actually, I did an audition in the beginning. Many people I met Jess. There was a chemistry between Jess and I, not like a you know like a just an on screen chemistry. Yeah. Um, and I remember leaving this elevator for this project, which. We thought it was a student film at the time, you know, and I had just moved out to LA. So like literally just like months yeah. into it. Yeah, um, so I was just happy to get anything. It was one of the first auditions I'd ever done. 
and we got in the same elevator and we kind of high-fived each other we're like that was great like i really hope you get it oh i hope you do too kind of a deal and um and then i didn't hear anything back and i was like oh okay that's how it goes rejection right so i uh when i was doing the audition i had kind of longer hair and i wanted him to look like emo kind of so it was like yeah. down and like kind of hoodie up like a scene kid or something before the classic scene kids look were back a thing. in the day yeah <laughs> and everybody else i remember when i went to my audition had that abercrombie and fitch look which i don't even know if that store exists anymore I, i'm not sure if that's a thing but it was unfortunately back yeah it is okay. jc penny is around. dead though i know that yeah is that true yeah it is JC... it went bankrupt oh whoa yeah when? Like this year, or has it been for years and I just don't go shopping? I think it was this year. It was like oh. in the last year or so. Oh man, crazy. But uh, um, yeah. Well, so everybody looked like these Abercrombie kids, and I just looked different. So, which means you either like totally screwed the pooch or you're good and they're going to notice something. Um, but since I didn't get a call back, I cut my hair and I was like, all right. Like maybe I should have gone with that Abercrombie look. And then yeah. literally I left the barbershop and got a phone call saying, hey, we want to book you. And I'm like, awesome. I totally changed my look. Sorry. I got to like, get a wig now. We yeah. loved the hair. The hair was yeah. perfect. They're like as long, you got it. As long as you still have that hair over your eyes, you'll be good. And you're like, Christ. Yeah. yeah. So uh, went back into the barbershop, asked you guys do hair extensions. Yeah, just start scooping up all the hair and just <laughs> yeah. trying to get some, some gorilla, glue. gorilla glue, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. gorilla glue, exactly. <laughs> oh man! And uh, so I got a call. They they asked us to go to I think it was like Earth Cafe. Maybe that's what it is down on Melrose, maybe. Um, and the line they said to us, which sounds like such a cliche line now but like worked on me he goes we're either gonna make you famous or infamous and i was like i'm in <laughs> <laughs> which one were you hoping for i either one's fine uh you know either one was fine you i think we're feared think... or loved <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so he they, they pitched us basically that it's not a student film and that they're going to shoot something that that they put over the internet and we're going to play these kids uh we're not going to let anybody know we're actors or anything like that and that the original premise was that they were going to get people hooked onto our story or whatever yeah. and then within a few months we were going to disappear and have people i mean they they planned the buzz like all that. Mm-hmm. i don't know how but they totally did that and we were going to disappear and six months after that a movie was going to come out called Lonely Girl 15, and it would have been a bid, like, kind of marketing campaign, essentially. So it was trying to recreate the uh, the Blair Witch Project. A little bit, yeah, uh, but over the internet and with that interactivity and stuff like that. So that all worked until some. we started getting, I think, the trajectory kind of, it took off way faster than we expected it to. Like, we're getting mm-hmm. a million hits of video. I remember when we got 100,000 hits, we were like, whoa. And then it, we, all of a sudden, not long, it was like a million hits a video. And then so there, there was, you know, there's so much media um, that eventually I don't know exactly what happened, but um, pictures of us reading, reading these these uh, scripts like there's me laying on a bed reading a freaking script um, ended up, I think it was at The New York Times and that proved that we were actually actors yeah because i heard uh someone sent you guys a hacked email to um the woman who's working at caa who was answering all the emails for yeah justice yeah. character and then they were like oh it's at caa so it's probably some sort of project yeah. and then they yeah. found like you and jessica on some sort of like actors access website but you guys had like closed your your personal socials correct yes yeah um that was a weird time um yeah so we had to yeah we had to like close yeah basically get rid of our social media accounts um we had to quit our jobs um and yeah because like uh people were just you know would start to kind of recognize us and like yeah you had to like you know disguise or something like wear like my disguise was terrible i was like a clark kent i just put on sunglasses (laughs) <laughs> like I thought that would work, right? but nobody. Yeah. Let's be honest. Nobody cared about me. I wasn't the cute girl on the show. Like, 
once yeah. the show got going, they definitely cared about me. Like I became kind of the heart of the show. But in the beginning, the press, the people, everybody was into this cute girl with yeah, the dirty feet. Girl. You know? Yeah. 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 And so that, that's so she was getting recognized left and right. Um, and so that's that's kind of what happened. But I it remember I had crazy though. Like, did you ever get recognized and have to then pretend like you were Daniel? Um, no. That I mean, I I had to do events later on where I was in character and we met like fans and stuff like that, and they'd help us figure out puzzles or whatever to get our characters to the next part. So that was kind of I remember that was kind of weird, you know, to like talk yeah. to somebody and pretend to be Daniel and not be like oh hey thanks for coming out you know like yeah yeah kind of a thing but like I they think, think they're talking to a genuine real person and you have to like totally like lie to well, them essentially no by this point they knew that oh, i was okay. an actor yeah and so right, they right. just were like involving themselves themselves in the show okay. and so yeah it, it was kind of i think we did that and then after we found our, you know, we filmed whatever, found the puzzle, we told them all, hey, we're going to be going to this bar. You're welcome to come hang out with us, you know, kind of mm -hmm. a deal. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think Lonely Girl, at least on YouTube, was really the first big ARG for listeners who don't know. That's alternate reality game where it's a social media game that's on different platforms. So you guys had the website that had uh, the forums that like people could respond and there were people doing video responses and there were actually other actors that would be doing video responses to the videos that like if you really want to watch the whole series there is a playlist online that has like all 574 videos which involve like other people's and like so you were kind of like playing this game and your input could change the outcome of the show yeah that's true. which and so you guys were like the one of the first people well, not what like one of the first people to be like number one top most subscribed channel yeah, on we're, YouTube. Like, it really yeah, blew we up. had the most subscribed channel for a little bit. Um, I think Smosh ended up beating us out. And yeah, then, uh, <laughs> and then, um, but I still think like I still think that the internet's kind of missing out on that type of a show. Like, I would love to do. Like, I've wanted to bring back Lonely Girl multiple times mm -hmm. um, because I think it's. I think there's something there or at least that type of show where you really like can do an ARG it's just not being done yet not like to the extent that it should be done like with money coming in and all that if there's something somebody hasn't done yet in that in that way because the thing too is like the internet's pretty much the only medium where that can be done exactly you know? and so it's like why why are we just posting like something i get it like we want you know to watch whatever we can in, in the palm of our hand or like wherever and people like watching stuff on their computer now and all that but like it's a missed opportunity to not mm -hmm. continue down that road like web series now it's not that it's just people watching maybe short shorter shows or whatever just shows on the go but it's not i don't know that arg thing man that is i actually tried developing something with some friends um right after lonely girl that was going to be like a pandemic style arg well uh, now's the time yeah <laughs> seriously uh another missed opportunity <laughs> yeah but jj abrams did it with both cloverfield and super eight and one of one of thomas's friends actually was like interacting with a super eight one and would be, be like getting mailed packages and oh, having see? To, like email back yeah so but, it's it's a crazy concept, but like, yeah, like you said, no one's really doing it anymore. Only be used for like advertising or marketing. It's never yeah. like the whole like no. It experience. should be the whole yeah exactly. It should be the whole show. Uh, I actually remember when we were pitching that other show, we got we went to uh, A plus K that's Ashton Kutcher's place, and then we went to some other place. We ended up getting beat out by Lisa Kudrow's show. Which oh really. Up, yeah, her like online therapy show or whatever. That's what they ended up getting picked up, and we didn't. Uh, and then I think that was HBO, maybe or something like that. So she did well. Apparently, Friends is very helpful. Oh, I so. would, yeah, I would imagine yeah. maybe a little bit to have that backing. <laughs> yeah. I think just to rewind like a second for mm -hmm. you know just to go into it for people listening that might not exactly know what really Lonely Girl Fifteen was in the beginning of YouTube. There was kind of a rise of the video blog or vlog now where mm -hmm. it was just kind of people being very authentic telling their day-to-day -to, -day to the camera yeah and the creators of the show 
who were brought to YouTube through something that we bring up a lot, which was the Lazy Sunday video, which is one of the first videos that kind of got people going to YouTube. They came there and saw other people like Winecone and even like Smosh just like singing Pokemon to the camera. And it's like, there's no way to tell if this could be real or fake, if this is staged or this is people just being genuine. Yeah. And from that, they kind of created this show that, like you said, was meant to just be marketing up to a film, mm -hmm. but then found how lucrative that YouTube became when you guys were getting like so many views yeah and for a while there was just like discussion on like is like so many different people talking about like is this real like people trying to like look at things in the background and see like a poster that was like dedicated to a man who like, kind of created the, yeah. created the occult yeah. and little clues and like oh but like how could you know they're going out and like the changing of aspect and all these little things that people were trying to find yeah and i mean it's I, I think it's just like crazy how, you know, it showed how much the Internet can kind of come together as a community to try to figure this thing out when they're like, what is something? But then it has <laughs> you questioning whatever is real. And I think so many vlogs now, like the YouTube vlog is a completely different thing. It's no more like pouring your heart out in your bedroom and it kind of goes everywhere. But so much of that is staged as well, too. And it kind of created the conversation of like what is real on the Internet? Yeah. Um, I, I remember trying to, okay, so like the fans were so good at figuring everything out, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they were like, this is definitely a movie set. This is before we actually, before the New York Times thing happened. Like, this is definitely a movie set. Like, there's no way, there's, there's lights, everything. No, we're shooting on a crappy webcam, by the way. So I had the idea to, to, to I told Miles or Mesh, one of them, I don't know. Um, I was like, hey, why don't you let me actually hold the webcam and I'll do a 360 or Jess will do a 360 turn or something like that. And when we do turn, we're also going to pass by this Alistair Crowley like uh, picture so we can get it. But we won't go. We won't go slow. We will go pretty fast because we know that they'll stop and look at every frame. Yeah. And that kind of threw them for a little loop like, OK, it's not a movie set. That's definitely a full like that's a room in somebody's place right so yeah we kept playing with that like we're, we're real people we're real kids we're yeah. not actors you know until until that you guys until had, those photos you had this came like out. tug of war with the fans where it's like every time they pull yeah like, you push they pull the weird like... thing is like when it did get exposed we kind of were worried that that was it that you know the gig is up kind of mm -hmm. um but uh, and that's that's actually what ended up kind of being a blessing because it turned into something totally different. I mean, I don't know. I do. I get. I don't know. I do like a different interview at least once a year, which isn't a, a ton for an actor or something like that. But it's always about this specific show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so for it to have had an impact where somebody is interested in talking about it, that's why. That's what it tells me that we're still missing an opportunity in doing some kind of ARG on the internet totally. on a, on like, a, I, I wanted to do one on it. So that this pandemic thing, not pitching it cause we're not doing it anymore, but we wanted to do it on like a, uh, kind of like a global scale. Like eventually we really wanted it to have pieces all around, uh, the, like the country and have everybody kind of film their own experience with like core people. And I think that's the kind of thing that's missing because why, why, only go to one audience you know what i'm saying like one mm -hmm. region's audience i don't know well i think I that's know, why totally. it's had such staying power is that like if you if you look at people from that beginning sort of as me and thomas call it like the bronze age of youtube is i think even a lot of people in like the first video who you said like inspired the character to create the show like so many of those people have just gone by the wayside there's so many people like numa numa guy or uh chris crocker who have kind of like Oh, been yeah. one hit wonders but you have people like like you and sxe phil and michael buckley and smosh who've like stuck around because there's usually something more some sort of level of like like entertaining content meets authenticity that just makes it something that people love and i think being one of really the only big youtube shows to properly have that ag uh arg format maybe like you and marble hornets that were really able to pull that off is one I think of the reasons. something about Lonely Girl as well is it, like it was definitely a thing of like the right place, right time. Absolutely. Where you guys were right at that like perfect place of that like beginning playground of YouTube where no one was sure what was really going on with the site and what it could be, what it couldn't be. 
um, now everything's so much more set in stone. Like what YouTube is, what a YouTuber yeah. is. It's a lot harder to change that definition. Um, but also, so like the lasting impact your show had because it, yeah, it engaged the whole community in a frenzy. Everyone was talking about it, watching it. It kind of brought everyone together. And then, and then the twist of it being actually fake as well. And like showing how traditional media could play with YouTube and okay, actually this could be something more than just people talking to their cameras. It's yeah. incredibly important, I think. And you can talk to almost any youtuber today and they everyone knows about it's like a legend on the site you know like that's that's really what it is i think it's it's like one of those internet legends well i think it depends generationally too though like these newer youtubers i could i could walk around a convention they'll have no idea i might look totally different than i did back then but they they'll have no idea what youtube is because it's it's just it's different it's doing like little shake dances from tiktok or whatever it's yeah it's just i feel like a grandfather you know what i mean like <laughs> well, the algorithm about, oh youtube in my it. day you know was yeah the algorithm exactly well yeah, so, so were you just, were you also like a consumer of youtube like i guess did did you find out about youtube because of the show i'm assuming I found probably out, i mean i i'd seen some cat videos and stuff but <laughs> yeah, right yeah but i wasn't really no i wasn't on youtube did um, you did they have when you guys I did, like Sorry, continue. Uh, well, I was going to say when I did kind of I did like once I started on the show, I was very interactive. Like if you were talking to Daniel at a certain point, that was actually me responding as Daniel. Oh shit, yeah. Or adding people. Yeah. They, they didn't want to do it at first and then after a while, there was just too much for everybody to do, so they I ended up being able to do some of that. Mm -hmm. Um but I couldn't give away like key points to stories or anything like that. Just kind of like, "Hey, how are you?" You know, that's the type of deal. If there was like Yeah. You know, anything different than that we wouldn't do that um then let's see my myspace <laughs> good old myspace <laughs> yeah i let i mean i there was like a maximum number of friends you were allowed to have on myspace back then and yeah. i hit that limit and i would man i responded to everybody i like i was so just i just loved everybody if anybody asked for an autograph I would send them the one. I do. I just love the fans. They were so cool to interact with. I think that's what made like the fan base so amazing is that like you guys were so active with them. And I think aside from just that, like like you were even saying earlier with like the chemistry and the audition, like you could. I think that's one of the big things where even like going back now and rewatching it, like you know it's not real. And I'm an adult now, but it, you're like, oh, like will they get together? Like yeah. there's that. I man, I haven't. I haven't rewatched them in so long. Uh, it perfectly encapsulates that time in YouTube. It really does, really? especially also the the like two preamble videos before like the first video one with Bree in it with, with the one with, with like the dinosaur and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the other one where it's like the secret language of YouTubers. That is so like it. I don't know who put that together, yeah. but that really feels. It felt so authentic, like that you could believe someone like, like that a, Windows a movie maker kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah um, yeah well yeah i was yeah. gonna ask but like did they have you guys or did you start consuming other people's content on youtube and getting involved with the community like did you feel like a, you were a part of that community or um you know i tried to uh it was weird so i don't even know if tube filter is still around um is that still a website i don't Do you know of tube filter? not that i know of no. yeah okay it that. was it was like an internet uh news site kind of like okay that, yeah and they would throw like events and things like that and um they were really good to me like if i go to an event they'd be like oh hey yusuf like let me introduce you to this person this person this person but i always felt either either i'm shy which i'm not shy i'm not shy i like to talk like this but like yeah. in a in a in a group setting I don't like talking about like I did this and this and this kind of a deal and this is who mm -hmm. I am. So whenever I do any kind of like networking type event, I just I don't talk about myself. And I, I and so I didn't get to know a lot of the community. Like I once tried to talk to Felicia Day and she had no idea who the hell I was. And I was like, <laughs> OK, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, That's a throwback you know? right there. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, like there's there's things like like do you guys go to vidcon or anything 
Yeah, I did VidCon, but I did VidCon. Actually, I did VidCon twice, I think. I did once for Lonely Girl and once for Bite Me on right. like the, the main stages, and that was super fun. Which um, VidCon did you go to? Oh, I don't remember. Two different ones, and this mm. would have been I maybe around 2010, 12, something like that. You might have met the Thomas. Fir- he was... Yeah, the, the first one was 2010. Uh, okay. And I went to the first two. I went to 2010 and 2011. Okay. Yeah, I think so, we've been right in there. So we we did. We might have stage. crossed paths before. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Wait, did you? Were you like there just attending a, or working child, there? Yeah. Or no, oh. I was a child. <laughs> yeah, I was. You had no I idea was, who I was. Yeah. No, no, I was. I was thirteen. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I guess yeah. I was a little bit after Lonely Girl. Like, I guess I started using YouTube in two thousand seven. So the show was still running, but it wasn't like. As, at its peak anymore yeah it was, I definitely, it was on its decline yeah i definitely had seen some of it because so like josh mentioned there's a youtuber the wine cone yeah wine cone that was one who, of the first people we had to watch before yeah yeah because yeah. in the first video uh the the second one the youtuber secret language and in the first one where jessica shows her face she mentions the wine cone yeah yeah tony Huynh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh he i watched him a lot when i was a kid and so obviously i i found out about lonely girl through him and i watched some of the videos but i think because i guess i had found out by that point obviously it was yeah it was a they, fake thing yeah i was like ah okay yeah. but it's still there was a lot of like i said there was a lot of like intrigue and like i don't know it felt like this like like i said sort of legendary thing i can't tell if me. the hate dropped off after we they found out we were actually actors or if it just kept going i don't i don't remember but um i remember there was a lot of hate and oh, yeah. like during all those videos i got i got torn like, to shreds i bet oh my god <laughs> they, yeah. would, they would say racist things about me uh that i won't repeat on here uh and i'm not even jewish but in that like <laughs> like things like that you know and i'm like yeah dude like oh man they were just rough Josh is Jewish, and yeah, he gets ripped apart every day. All, all the time. So you get it. I feel your pain. I well, feel I, yeah. what, what I will say quickly, somewhat going off, off task, is and I think you did talk about this in one stand-up video I saw, which was uh, it's weird looking like a white guy and having an Arab, Arabic name. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, you, I'm sure you can get cast as almost anything. You're very racially ambiguous. And in the short time I did do some acting, and that's usually what I went out for. It's like, I could be Middle Eastern, Italian, Jewish. It doesn't. Funny enough, I, the one thing I can't book is Middle Eastern, which is what I am on my what? father's that's side. That's crazy. I never, never. Because my hair is like too light, I guess, or my skin tone or I, something is too light. You could do so Israeli I'll... really easy. Yeah, I could def- yeah, I go in for. I played an Israeli um, on Ray Donovan, and, which is uh, Middle Eastern, but I guess not. Which is Middle Eastern, guess. totally, but it's not like what people want to stereotype, right? No, yeah. no, of yeah. course not. Yeah. The, so the, I, yeah, I, I, a friend of mine, Michael Benier, is Israeli, but goes out primarily for Arabic roles. So you guys got to just like switch <laughs> lines. Crazy. Yeah, Th- that's Hollywood for you, hey? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's wild. <laughs> Like, but I, I also like you. You do have a, a lot of producing and writing credits under mm-hmm. your belt, and you do also have some writing credits on Lonely Girl. Like, at mm-hmm. what point? Because you said, "Oh, what if we turn the camera around and like saw the occult poster?" At what point did you sort of want to have more of a voice in like the creative process? Probably day one. I wanted to, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't get it. It, it caused yeah. some. It, it caused a little bit of issues, I think, probably here and there, because I knew that I always wanted to get into the creative side of of all of that. And I was, you know, so green that they're probably like, hey, actor, just act. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were cool. Don't get me wrong. They were cool. But like, um, so I think the first time I actually got a writing credit was there was a guy that I don't know if he started off as a fan and he became a writer on the show. But uh he gave me a writing credit because I, he basically was like, this is what I want. Like, this is the, these are the points we want to hit and you just say whatever you want. And I was like, okay, cool. And because of that, he gave me my first writing credit, uh, which was pretty cool. And then I, I took that, uh, little writing credit and I had some friends that were making a student film. Like if it was like a feature length, Yeah, that was in 2007. And 
they needed help with a producer. They lost a producer and they were like, Hey, can you come on and help us produce this? And I was like, I don't really know what producers do. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, we don't either. They get, um, they get a large copy. Yeah. They walk around with sunglasses and they, and that's about <laughs> it. I think. And that's it. Well, so <laughs> I ended up doing that and, and I ended up just, I don't know, anticipating fires and putting them out before they, you know, happen. Which really is what a producer. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what a producer does. That's what yeah. a good producer does. So I got into that, and then uh, Lonely Girl was canceled on my birthday, actually, officially. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Happy and, birthday, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was canceled, and then I found out they were they did like a spinoff um, mm-hmm. with uh, Mason. Was it right that one? Maybe I'm not sure. I didn't, there was also like wasn't I think there, like, I a did concurrent... an episode at the end, but uh, yeah, I didn't. Because really there was outbreak, and then there was. I think it was like resist the resistance, resistance. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, wasn't there also uh, what was it called? It was like Opa hit or something, and it was like a or like it was like a concurrent like series that I I, I think what you also were in, and it was like kind of like an alternate version of the story or something. I can't, I can't remember. It was something like that. I think I don't even remember. I mean, I did like four hundred plus episodes of Lonely Girl, so sometimes they all just they blend, blend together. together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I don't I I quit even putting them up on IMDb. I got to yeah, like two hundred something, and I was like, they uh, get the point. I'm done. Yeah, you were in the series. Yeah, I was on the show. <laughs> we're good. I, and then there was um, I, before Kate we started, before we get too yeah, far Moderate. away from the um your involvement with the writing and whatnot in the show, uh. First off, did that did that start before it became public that it was um no like a no, no. fabricated when so when Lonely Girl was like in existence really um, I only got that like one or two writing credits through that one one or two episodes but I didn't have much creative input at all other okay. than um, I just figuring out my own le- learning my character as it happened right. and they kind of just you know that kind of just meshed together. Um, I didn't get like any producer credits or anything like that until 10 years later when we, or I think it was 10 years later when we did like, uh, this video where we brought back Jess's character kind of all like, it was a kind of a weird video. Mm-hmm. Almost like was she'd it? been brainwashed. Yeah. That yeah. Was like her, her, she was like discussing yeah. or like talking to the camera about like what to expect when you do the ritual or something yeah. like that. Right. That's, yeah. That's what it was. So I got to direct and, um, produce and and write some uh oh nice yeah some stuff for those videos like that came out after but and then you put some on the daniel beast channel yeah 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 but it just didn't you know like people watch that that first jess videos people you know people like oh my gosh is this coming back what's happening and it got i think it got a million hits in like a day or something like that but it didn't it didn't hold on you know the the audience had been it was gone by that point seemingly at least so um so we just kind of abandoned it and yeah okay but so i guess this can still play as a question but did you feel once the show had gone public and it was that you guys were actors did you feel more free to sort of play with the character and like you know did you feel unshackled do you think the show as a whole felt unshackled by that um no i think the pressure actually was higher at that point (laughs) okay yeah, yeah, I remember that there was always a lot of pressure on set uh, because at this point, the creators are now trying to figure out how to keep the show going, how to monetize it, how to. So we brought on other directors. We brought on all, uh, like we went from being like four people in a bedroom. Yeah. Uh, being Miles Mesh, myself and Jess to six when we added Greg uh and amanda to seven with jackson to all of a sudden to eight with kevin who was our first like camera guy and editor and stuff um and then from there it became like this whole office they right. all of a sudden had an office as soon as james yeah. cameron signed on it got crazy. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the interns and all that and so it, we had directors and writers and just and then they did they did a global thing too like you mentioned with kate modern that was like a spinoff in england and you know, so it turned into like its own universe, kind of. Yeah, it turned mm-hmm. into its own universe. Um, I think it was just too much to handle for the, you know. Yeah. Like, and it, and it started to kind of 
get i don't know if it was getting neglected or what happened because they're like branching out so many ways that we started losing audience and numbers after a while or you know i mean that happens with shows yeah they, just that you're on a high and then you know things i mean shows end right i guess yeah so, fans wanted a more focused thing just on the one maybe maybe yeah, yeah you, you never, know, i don't know you never know right you can't you can pick it apart forever and not know what happened but yeah yeah well there's just too many probably too many different factors yeah i mean i think everybody did the best they could with i mean everybody was new to it and i think that uh miles and mesh were pretty brilliant to be honest coming up with this idea they met in like a party and mesh was like oh, i have this idea i want to do a love story kind of thing and uh miles was like oh i want to do something like that but over the internet and he was like that's a great idea and so they boom. were shit-faced and they were like let's do it <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> lonely girl you heard it here first lonely girl 15 the result of a drunken conversation <laughs> i don't know if they're drinking but <laughs> it's la right yeah. so yeah and I, I i think that's like crazy it's just like this kind of brilliant idea that i think a lot of people would yeah talk about while out at a bar and be like oh this would be such a cool idea and then it's like never done and then it kind of manifested yeah. into being like the first hit youtube series yeah it's all about the follow-through i guess <laughs> yeah so. well that's that's the hardest part right yeah yeah so uh you know we were we were talking about this me and thomas before with with all the press junkets you had to to do and you know you actually have a pretty big beef with jay leno yeah <laughs> you and conan <laughs> Jay Leno's mortal enemy. Jay Leno. So did you did you guys ever bury the hatchet, I guess? Never even question. never even met. Here so God. I have had three <laughs> Oh man, I wonder if it, if the security guard can get fired for this. Uh okay. So <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, the the Jay Leno thing. This is this huge press junket, did interviews with MTV, the ABC, everybody, whatever, CNN, all these people, right? I'm yeah. not sure I did the CNN. I don't remember. Um, but it, just like a day filled with interviews. Then all of a sudden, we go outside and we find out that we're going to be on the Jay Leno show. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I can't yeah. wait. Holy shit. This is so cool. And then they go, not you. They only want <laughs> Jess. And I'm like, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I drove home in my beat up station wagon, which, by the way, I got to that press junket like, two hours in advance and they had no idea who i was uh, i was helping them set up tables and craft services they thought like i was a pa yeah, they're like the so best it, pa ever yeah i'm like all <laughs> excited and then they're like oh you're the one we're interviewing okay but so i was super <laughs> bummed about the jay leno thing and i just watched it drive off into the sunset and just it, that crushed me um but i've also um i he's not a bad guy he's actually uh, I assume, I don't know. I haven't actually met him. I've been to a show. I, I have friends that worked on the show and they got us tickets and I had sisters come visit me. And so we sat in the front row and kind of one of my sisters like talked to him or something like that. She and chewed then, him out. <laughs> well, I always how, wondered if he, how dare you? <laughs> I always wanted to be like, Hey, by the way, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm one of yeah. two people on the show. Yeah, that's you, exactly what shit? I, I did. That's how I felt. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, come on. Man. Yeah. If it um, makes you feel better, because we're big Coco fans. We love O'Brien here, you know? Yeah. And when he tried to fuck over Conan, who has the staying power now, Jay? <laughs> yeah. 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 You didn't write the best seasons of The Simpsons, you car-loving hack. So, you know, you're good. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I've also been in his garage. It's it's pretty cool. I would <laughs> and that was after. But you haven't, But you haven't met him. And I haven't met him, no. I just... <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. why I'm like, oh, I hope it doesn't get anybody fired. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he screwed me over once, so the least you could do is let me sit in his car, sir. Let me drive that's the right. Ashton Martin. Oh man, <laughs> he had he had a McLaren in there. He had all kinds of crazy stuff. It was pretty cool. Nice. Um, I I've heard he's a nice guy. I don't know. I just like it took me some years to get over that. I just always felt like if I just got on Jay Leno, man. Yeah. things would all be different would all you wouldn't be, be living man. in the fuck wagon that's right <laughs> well you know what after this interview we'll we'll make sure we'll talk to some of our guys who don't know anyone to book you on Perfect. Conan. That's we'll get I'm you on coco yeah yeah uh, that'd be great we could both like mess with our floofy hair I don't exactly know. and that's that's the goal baby that's right
I got to do some cool stuff though. I got uh, met Tom Green most like many times, and he had us on his little. He had like a web show for a while. Yeah, some cool stuff. I got I got to do the Carmen Electra thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I I guess at the time it was like so hot, like the idea of like oh this famous YouTube show, and then traditional media trying to get into the internet is probably like okay, let's just throw you guys and fucking (laughs) in. Tell me what it was because you did did that near totally banged right. Yeah. Oh man, I that. That was, I'll tell. I'll just go ahead. And say, it was a missed opportunity. Worked with her because she was in Epic Movie, which was a series of like these movies that I don't think come out anymore. I don't know. Um, no, I no. think that kind of died. Yeah, all that, that kind of yeah. that like parody movie after thing. After the Wayans yeah. brothers left, people it was over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got to play myself with Carmen, who you know I was obviously in love with since forever, right? Um, says the first Playboy I ever saw her in, and uh, she she was taking the, my mic off. Did we talk about this already during this not part the, of the podcast? Not, not, no, okay. not this right. juicy detail. Yeah, so she had just broken up with Dave Navarro, and she was super cute and friendly and all that sort of stuff. And we're kind of mm-hmm. trying to flirt a little bit, but I'm nervous. This is my of first course. interaction with like a real celebrity, and. Uh, we do our scene, and then after the scene, they come to take the mic off the middle of your chest, and she goes ahead and she runs her hand up my shirt and plays with my chest hair and just gave me these eyes, and I just thought, like, say something, you fucking asshole. Say something, anything, <laughs> and I just froze. I was like a squirrel in a row. I couldn't do anything. You should have asked her to Christ. get a cheeky brunch. Oh, yeah. man. I If I ever have See the opportunity again. again, yeah. Well, you're her, in the street and you uh, say, Carmen, baby. Yeah. It's me. It's me. Hey. But oh. now you don't you don't have emo <laughs> hair. You got a good beard going. She's like, whoa. I got a chance. Yeah. You're I have more a couple tattoos now. now. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you know, here's nice. what we'll do. So do you know, uh, do you, have you heard of Liam Kyle Sullivan, the guy behind the shoes video? Um, I'm going to say yes to be polite. He's uh, he did like shoes. Oh my god, shoes. Oh shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. we he was our second to last guest, and he toured with Dave Navarro with the character. So what we'll do is we'll say, "Hey Liam, baby, if you could get Navarro to put in a good word with Electra, and then we'll you know get what? you guys in the same room." I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and say, um, I just went through a breakup, so <laughs> there, there would be no sweeter revenge, not revenge, just. <laughs> There'd be nothing yeah. better than if we could make this happen. So if you can go ahead and uh, yeah, we'll drop it up to Navarro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell him to talk to his ex. I'm sure everybody yeah. likes that. I would love that'll to. go over swimmingly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's this guy that met her a long time ago, Carmen. I don't know if you remember doing the press junket for uh, Epic Movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she she remembers. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that guy whose chest hair you played with and looked at lovingly. Yeah. yeah. He's had a glow up, baby. Yeah. And then... There's there's Burt Reynolds, Tom Selleck, and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, that, that's her short list of... Yeah, of chest hair lovers. Yeah, yeah the Austin <laughs> Power. That's fake, man. You got the real yeah. deal. Oh, this is the real stuff. It's, it's yeah. powerful. We're going to make this happen. And She's probably guys... been looking for me, if I'm being honest. I, I just think couldn't so. spell my name because it's so long. So yeah, She thought your oh, name yeah. was Daniel Beast. And then yeah, she's, she been, she's been Googling that, that yeah, like different spellings for years. Capitalizations. Only yeah. in the yellow pages because she, she's not that bright. <laughs> yeah. But hasn't been able to find yet. And then we'll we'll get you guys together and then you plow on, on our live stream. That yeah. Would, you know, I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally fine with that. I'd have well, no that's shame. how, and that'll be your break into your OnlyFans. Finally, you know what? It all—it's full circle. There yeah, you go. it's all coming together. There so we I, go. I think this is the. Are you guys my time. managers now? Is we that, are. Yeah, I'm happened? your goddamn okay. E, bro. Okay. Okay. And 10%. your turtle. We've been watching a lot of Entourage, and we know the business. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Good. What? So, um, an, I, I think this is a perfect time to ask this question because this okay. is a question we like to ask every guest. We, uh, it's perfect to come after plowing on camera. But have you, the legend you are, sir, Yusuf Abu Taleb, ever completed a hands-free e-jack? Oh, yeah, totally. Really? You're talking no, about... No hands, no hands. You just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I was, God. I, I was like 12. You just... You ever see a dog that pumps in the air? Like it's just kind of like going for the pump in the air, and then he gets. Yeah, man, I'm. I'm oh, my We've libido. My libido is strong. This question because I, I, I've 
I'm one of the few people I know, or the only person I know who's completed a hands-free. Right. And we've been asking guest after guest. We've had, and they're all shutting him down. They're all, they're like, all no, looking I've at him like he's that. crazy. Kevin McLeod, the music king of YouTube, said, "Oh, you mean with clothes?" And I said, "No, but you've done it, and now we're brothers." You said, <laughs> "Oh yeah, see, it's that I Middle think, Eastern thing." I think you need so. to we've, ask a few more Middle Easterners. That's what it is. We found this beauty in each other. This is this I right don't here feel is what bridge the gap between Israel and, and Israelis. And, is right. Yeah, right there. That's it. We, we can oh my God. come without hands. There you it's go. This beautiful thing. This is amazing. I feel like I'm witness to like some I'm grand so event. You're my brother, sir, and we're okay now. And the, the conflict in the Middle East, it's over. It's over. It's done. It's done. Wow. Yeah. Super. I easy. can't believe just we like just that. created world peace right here. We did. <laughs> Two things. Two that's things amazing. That's what that's... I this is actually funny though, because I am actually like I am having an emotional response to this. No one else has Josh said is, yes. Everyone I, said no. Do you think I, to the point where I, I exp- No, Maybe, that'd be awesome know. that you could make yourself come with your mind. Like I don't know if I could so anymore. I, I can't mean, anymore. This was when I was yeah. nineteen. Oh okay. <laughs> I was definitely like still this anything. Is I just look across the room. You know, just and you would burst. Oh yeah, it just didn't matter. Yeah, I I love that. We're we're family. <laughs> <laughs> um, so completely left field out of this left field question. Um, yeah, you know, having this sort of like legacy on the platform. Do you ever think, you know, what I, you know, maybe it is something with an ARG, like you were saying earlier. But do you think you want to maybe you yourself as a creative make a return to YouTube at some point? I'd love to. Um, I feel disconnected from YouTube now though. Mm. So I, I wouldn't even know at this point where to start, you know, what to do kind of a thing. Um, I mean, I had, I've done kind of all of it throughout the years. I had a podcast back in the day. I did, you know, all that sort of stuff, but now it's just, I feel like it's, it's so congested. There's so much out there. It's like, how do you break through that? I don't know. I would need somebody to partner up with, if I'm going to be honest. That that can just say. We'll call up you know? Tony. We'll get you and the wine cone connected. <laughs> there Perfect. we go. Yeah. It'll be the big comeback of the century. That, that's what I'm talking about. So here's yeah. my, my pitch to you, sir, because okay. I think you would be the man to do it as you have this history with it. But, what, you know, now that there is TikTok, there's Instagram, there's like YouTube, there's Twitch. Yeah. You could maybe even do an ARG around someone who is like coming on to be like maybe doing the TikTok dances and the TikTok comedy, but in doing so and trying to be authentic, there could be this bigger story behind it. And then you can use all these platforms. That's you know not what? a great pitch let's, because I don't know what the story is. Yeah, I don't let's, either let's, yet. But let's like, develop this story. <laughs> let's 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 sit down and uh, let's figure this out. Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah. But I think with with the fact that there are all these kind of circulated platforms now that like, you know, you post something on TikTok, you can repost that to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, yeah. Twitch, you know, like I, I I definitely think, like you said, there is something. There is. Like we that. tried doing There's that. definitely something there. That's what we tried doing when we brought back the the 10 year later Lonely Girl thing. So we created a, a Snapchat for Daniel Beast and. I was trying to like interact with people through there just to kind of garner some and I got plenty of messages on there and stuff, but again, it just died. It just went away. Like it, it's crazy how when you're brand new to the industry, yeah. money is no object because you don't need it because you'll figure out a way. And then for some reason something happens when you start getting a little bit of success that you think you need more money to to make these movies or shows or whatever right but the truth mm-hmm. is you don't you just need to set your ego aside I, like i shot a movie with my buddy lucas colshaw um it's very personal some stuff that i went through after lonely girl and stuff like that um that we ended up shooting for like i mean on our credit cards and it's awesome the dude is like amazing with animation so it's got like animation things in it and um i can't wait for that to come out and the and the truth is we did it on like on nickels and dimes right and that's because we yeah. we wanted to do it you know mm-hmm. and but i think that's what so true forget. yeah like even me and yeah. thomas you know like we started younger making youtube videos and then we met in film school and then you know we worked on like indies and then eventually started working on set like thomas was in camera i was in set deck on like 
Hallmarks or, you know, like some bigger shows. And then like coming mm-hmm. back, we're like, what can we do on our own? You know, we've made a pilot. We've done all these things. We have no money, though. And I think yeah. this was kind of our way to do it without money. And this is like the thing that's given us the most enjoyment. We've been able to like talk to people we've grown up watching and who've had like this like huge place. huge impact on who we are and everyone I else think... on the platform. Like it's it's crazy. Like, do you ever just think about like what I did is influence this platform to kind of become what it is? Like, that's crazy if you think about that. Um, I as humbly as I can answer that question, I would say, yes, I have thought about that. And I feel like I did interviews back in the day where I thought this was, I told people this is exactly where everything's going to go. Nobody's going to be using cable TV anymore. Everything's going to be streaming. Um, this, th- the only thing that didn't happen in my opinion is that ARG, that big ARG show that has not mm-hmm. come back yet. I, I still think, I still think that's the only thing. I'd it, still I, work on I, I totally I'd love do. to see what, 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 what you do with I, that. I totally do. I think that can 100% happen. It's just for something like that, that would, I think that would need some sort of capital. Yeah. I o- think so. Only because you, you'd have to dedicate 100% of your time to it. Yeah. You know, somebody would. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, even Lonely Girl, they had a, uh, in order to get off the ground, they got a loan from like a friend or a parent or something like that, just to just to like cover them for a few months until. Yeah, I heard they got like fifty thousand in credit yeah. card debt too. Like, you you do yeah. need that capital, but I I think it is. That's just one of those things where like, how you, you were so right it. though. Yeah. Like with like if if when you were in those interviews saying that I think that's what every you know there's going to be no more, like I don't know anyone who has cable anymore except for maybe for sports, no, but I don't. Yeah. yeah, and even still, you can watch most sports online, too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. like, when you said that in that interview, people probably thought you were fucking crazy. Maybe. I don't know. It, it was, like, early on. It was, like, five or ten years. It was, like, while I was on Lonely Girl. But that's what I mean. On. Like, yeah. it, even in, like, 2011, you said everything's going to be or no one's going to watch cable anymore. Like, uh, people would yeah. be like, well, n- maybe the internet will get a little bit bigger, but cable will always be the king. But that's not the case anymore. Like, everything it's is not. streamed. No. The, you have movie stars doing web series now. Like yeah. and even like the kids who are growing up now, like they don't want to be a movie star or whatever. They want to be YouTube stars. They want to be TikTok uh-huh. stars. Yeah, that's true. And I think we were kind of that. Like me and Thomas were one of the first generation of like I think because we were so growing up in the internet. Like yeah, like I if if I wanted to watch like any sort of like celebrity news, like I wasn't going to like Entertainment Tonight. I was watching like What the Buck. You know, if I wanted yeah. to watch some sort of like yeah like like crazy sort of what's going to happen next it would be you or maybe i'd watch something like marble hornets or like whatever totally sketch was coming up with like i think we were at that perfect age to be the first people kind of growing up on youtube and there was that shift Mm -hmm. where like you'd come home and you wouldn't throw on like disney or nickelodeon you'd you'd throw on youtube and now like my younger cousins or nieces and nephews like that's what they're growing up on they're watching like pewdiepie yeah uh so (laughs) in uh in in some of this is just a sidebar. In some of my lower times, um, I ended up peeing on PewDiePie, one of PewDiePie's shows. Oh, scare PewDiePie after <laughs> Lonely Girl, and uh, I. So the guy that hired me, he knew about Lonely Girl and stuff, but he he knew that I was on this thing called Lonely Girl, but he didn't know what it was. And that's um, crazy. And so he hired me to do this job, and then he heard um, some like ladies, like associate producer type ladies, actually talking about Lonely Girl, and he stopped, and he was like what'd you just say? And they were like, oh, we're talking about this whole show thing. And he goes, hold on one second. And over the walkie, he's like, hey, Yusuf, can I get you to come? It was like near Crafty or like the office was near Crafty or something. Yeah. Can I get you to come out here? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I walk in the, in like to that area and uh, they look at me and they go, oh my God. And he starts dying laughing. And that hurt <laughs> let me tell you oh that God. I, I i wrote a yeah I, I i got a pilot i'm trying to shoot and uh um that that scene is in there just like this like what happened how are you a pa now you you did that why aren't you you know that sort of a thing but i think that's kind of something that it's all those kind of things that got me into doing stand-up um yeah it, which is it it's really just therapy that's all it is it's yeah. me just like yeah it's letting you just have a release of your yeah, emotions totally yeah but the thing is so if you look at like a lot of those early 
like creators like like you guys and um brookers was another like one of the first big youtuber people and obviously smosh and a wine cone lesser because he's just sort of still doing the same thing but like brookers has a a video or like a live stream she did in the last couple of years where she talks about how she used to have 60,000 subscribers and now her channel has like 300 and how like that feeling of like getting left behind is yeah, yeah. or That's, you look at real. a channel like Smosh where it's Anthony's not, not even it's not on Smosh it anymore. anymore it's not Smosh like the the show and the guys that they were when they back in the time when you guys were making stuff it's it's just not in order to stay relevant and stay on the site, they completely had to transform. Yeah, it, you got yeah, a Madonna. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? She she kept changing who she was, and that's why she's still relevant today. Yeah. Um, the, you know, you want to know why YouTube wins every time and and they, they'll beat out any other whatever HBO, Netflix, I don't care who it is. YouTube will always win because they don't have to pay for content. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to. People they, bring their they, own money they, to content. And the That's money right. they do do is and they put it up yeah. exactly. So while say HBO or any of these, you know, the Marvel shows, any of them, which are awesome, I love them. They're like great shows. They're still putting out hundreds of millions of dollars to make these, right? Well, Netflix is like billions in debt. Yeah, but YouTube, nope, because they got people that want to just do it on their own, and if it hits, it hits. You know, and- true, but they do have to uh, host billions of hours of content that's not going to do anything for them that's to, to be fair that is true but youtube probably, was not profitable for a very long time now it totally is i'm sure yeah. that is true well but they're lucky they lucky they had google who just like yeah google you know yeah well and just kind of kept the isolated them from the uh the costs i always wish that we would have got a little cut of that google buy just like yeah look at just throw me a million bucks you know what i mean yeah That's you guys well, it's it's, it's like you we, guys are the reason for it yeah right? you know thanks a lot come on google help me out but and i, I that's the that's actually the thing though hey is like the all of the perceived value of the site like really it came from you guys like the creators on the on the website you know like youtube yeah. they just happened to get lucky that people decided that they were the platform to post yeah, on that is true. you know but there's a lot of it could have been anything the funny thing about that that it, that is kind of crazy true like if you even think about the fact that like youtube was known as cat videos and then after mm-hmm. the reveal that you guys had it was the first thing that really promoted it like oh entertainment tonight or abc is doing some like this this site that is just for like fail compilations now has yeah. this crazy series on it and then it was shortly after that they were bought by google and it's like you think you might actually get some of the kickback I mean, that would have been that would have been great. I don't know if the creators got a kickback. We'll get Donnie Google on the horn. We'll call him up. Yeah, yeah, Donnie. We'll Google. get you your check cut. You guys are doing a lot. You guys are great managers. You got me carpet yeah. on the way. You got me yeah. a little Google cut. You're, you're gonna be on Coco. Yeah. Oh man, Coco. It's, yeah. It's all coming if you together, want baby. Any hypothetical? We're the guys together for you. Perfect. Yeah. You know what? You are hypothetically my favorite managers ever. There we go. That's <laughs> I love that. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> is there what would you say is like okay? So going forward after this, what can people look out for that you're doing next? So we got the special um, coming out soon. Yeah, I got the washed up YouTube star comedy special still coming out. And Do you have any idea where that's going to be able to be watched? No, or not yet. Not yet. That's still being shopped. Um, and then I've got uh, Continue 987, which is that other movie that I made like on a dime. That'll be coming mm-hmm. out. And I'm writing more. I got a pilot. I've got a uh, I've got a Middle Eastern film that I want to get made. So, you know, it depends on where the financing is going to come from for those. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, other than that, as soon as COVID's over and I can get back to doing some stand up, I'm sure there'll be some shows and stuff lined up. So. Have you ever come through to Vancouver? Hit us up. Oh, man, I will. We'll take I, you to the to best place to get a Cinnabon and Cup of Joe. I love Cinnabon. I really like coffee. So Actually, I'm also a tea guy, though. I don't, is that weird? No, that I, weird? I, I love tea. tea. A yeah, nice vanilla like, rooibos. That's how I'm ooh, starting yeah. my day. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. I feel like uh, you just ascended class levels over me because I have no idea what You just have is. decaf coffee, you <laughs> philistine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah we're doing a when pandemic is over we're doing some we're calling the burger tour which is where we're going to re-interview people we really like and try to find the best cheeseburger in america so if you're down to like 
at some point when the world is normal, meet up and get a cheeseburger. We'd love to get one. Yeah, with you. I will plug uh, this place um, called Jack Brown's, and they have a burger called the Elvis, which is going to sound gross. Is it the peanut butter one? Yeah, I love. You know about it? Oh, I I'm a burger connoisseur. I know the oh, burger yeah. that killed Elvis. <laughs> oh, it's it's a yeah, it's a burger. It's got the cheddar cheese. It's got a, uh, some bacon and uh, peanut butter and mayonnaise. Okay. But, but it's awesome. It is so good. Well, that's it's... the original one. There is this place in uh, Vancouver called Tap and Barrel, and they, they tried to make their own spin on it. And it has okay. uh, uh, bacon jam. So I've heard of that. But I, I, I would love to try this one. So if we're wherever you are, would you want to eat that burger with us? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. You got to come to Virginia. That's where it is. Well, That's like I said, we're doing an American is. tour, yeah. so we'll meet you in Virginia. We'll get this crazy burger, and we'll we'll talk a, talk a little bit more. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, anywhere else aside from the new projects, if people want to find you. Where can they find you? Socials wise. Uh, yeah, sure. My handles, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, uh, what else is there? It's all Y O U A B U U A B U. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay. And if you want to find us, we are Friend Styles on Anchor FM and Patreon. We are When We Were There show on Instagram and TikTok. And we are WWW There uh, show on uh, Twitter. And you can find. We got one tweet now. We finally tweeted something. We did a tweet. And we're also yeah. our wholesome OnlyFans. You can check that out. Friends, if yeah. you want to see fully clothed men being best friends, that's where you go. Yeah, that sounds, you feel that like you don't good. have enough best friend love in your yeah, life. Yeah, you can that's see me you pushing think. Thomas on a swing or him teaching me how to tie a shoe. <laughs> that's where you go. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Yusuf, thank you again. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Man.